0: Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the rest. Let's go!
1: Welcome to The DK Project. Today's episode is brought to you by Grady Restoration. If you've got some home repairs or think you might have some hail damage, snow damage, fire damage, any of that kind of stuff, give the good folks at Grady Restoration a call. You can reach them at 952 472 1570 or check them out on the web at GradyRestoration.com. We'd like to thank all of our sponsors this year for supporting us and helping us with the show and keeping things rolling along. This probably is our last episode before the Christmas holiday, so we want to wish everybody a happy uh, Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy, Merry Christmas, all of the above. We'd like to thank everyone who makes the podcast possible. From all our range and co-hosts and guests that have stopped by, Uh, we want to thank the Big Easy and uh, all the other folks that make everything happen throughout the year for this podcast. We couldn't do it without you. Thanks again, and Merry Christmas from the DK Project. Welcome back to the DK Project, episode 132. Off to a rough start on a Monday, which happens. That's all right. We're going with the flow. Today, we've got chiming in from Chicago. Oh. My stomach is growling as I think of Illuminati's. Oh. I need a moment. On the Zoom with us today is Kristen Naomi Garcia. She is, uh, well, the the list is long, right? Actress, voiceover, podcaster. Yep. I, I, the, where does
0: it start? Where does it end? Host.
1: funny person
0: i don't know i i personally i don't want it to end um maybe some people do sometimes (laughs) depending on how good or bad the comedy is um good morning and welcome monday um i could not be hungrier now thank you for mentioning lose i wish i could have a cold the thing is about pizza you know it's good if you can eat it cold from the fridge on a monday morning that is that is the true test you know, I just this is gotta... always what I talk to New Yorkers about. They're like, oh, New York pizza. No, 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 no. You can have deep dish hot or cold. That is a true test of a great slice of pizza. You can't do that that's with
1: thin? No.
0: not re- It's not, not the same. same. I'm that's... sorry. It's not the same. I mean, we have thin slices here, too. We have And we have, you know, like, bachis. It looks like Ninja Turtle pizza. Like, it's huge. So we have all kinds of pizza here. But the deep dish, that's the thing. You can have that. That's like a... That's like a Chicago quiche almost. Oh. You could have that for breakfast. Oh, quiche. It's Look at
1: you. I'm gonna have to put a translation <laughs> in there for my for my non-Minnesota fancy. listeners.
0: Yeah. Quiches. Fancy. It's basically It's like the same thing. There's just no eggs in the middle. It's just, you know.
1: You know like what I like to pie. do with a deep dish on the second day, though, is you you pull it off the crust and put it in with eggs.
0: Oh, look at you Yeah. well, oh, I didn't I like get this okay, big by not okay. knowing
1: my way around the kitchen.
0: <laughs> you know what? I could do that. I could totally I could look but at now I'm, you're, in, I'm, I'm getting ideas but you're making I'm making new new recipes in my head right now
1: You're doing one of those you're you're so all right, so give us a bat I don't so you are you're vegan right? you said that
0: yeah, it would be it would be fake eggs, but yes, I would still do it. <laughs> and is that a temporary
1: thing or is that a uh no, no no. no. no.
0: How long have you been um, doing that? Uh, a little over eight years now. Holy and then crap. I started uh vegetarian when I was, oh gosh. I, I think we're going on almost 20 years now without meat. Almost. What do you do about bacon? Was it yeah. So how do you get no. your bacon? I I I watch other people talk about it. Oh. That's what I do. <laughs> oh. It's really, Man. it's not, it's not really that big a thing for me. Really? I just never was a huge bacon person and in, in general. So does it really end
1: up, uh, is it cause I'm, I'm actually, as we're speaking of all this good food, I'm getting a email from, I have someone putting a meal plan together for me to try and oh, okay. fix this morbid obesity that I've been playing with for a while. And, uh, and so hearing of all this is, I, I could never go vegan though. I just don't, I, I couldn't even go vegetarian, but I get it. And some people do it for medical. Some people do it, you know, for uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, so there's all the different reasons, but if you're like a fan of Illuminati's how do you just stop going? I mean, that's my problem. How do you just well, quit?
0: Here's the thing. So
1: do they make like a batch the- like for the smokers?
0: I mean, and I, I was a smoker, too. It's been uh, 10 years. September was 10 years. I, I used to smoke Newport 100s. I was like a pack or two a day. Really? I'm not even joking. Quick cold turkey.
1: No packs, so, no nothing?
0: Nope. Not. Oh, I've not had one craving, literally, in 10 years. So it it really is a mindset. And I always say, and I know it sounds a little cliche, but it really isn't. I practice. I don't preach. So wow. I talk about it. I lo- it's a part of my life, but it's not my whole life. Yeah. Um. And so if you know if you if you want to eat healthier and you know that's a part of something that you want then that's fantastic if it's not no problem it's not something that I I push on other people I'm not one of those preachy vegans you right, know right. Like, you need to do this you can do whatever you want you know I feel like it's it works for me it works for my lifestyle so, I cook so all what the time I'm Spanish Guatemalan Italian and French like I cook I cook a lot so like <laughs> and I what cook can you eat amazing though? food
1: because vegan so means- I eat. No dairy, no meat, no. No,
0: no. You and you can still eat really well and eat really healthy. And, you know, I, I I'm own. very grateful to, you know, have have been a part of, you know, this vegan uh lifestyle, but it's also it's not really a lifestyle, it's just a part of my life, you know. Man. So I just kind of adapted all my recipes and I test out my recipes on my meat eater friends. You know, I'll make like a vegan potato salad. They're like, it's delicious. And we're really? talking like People that aren't even we're talking friends that I have, they're in their 50s, 60s. They've been eating meat their entire life. And they're like, this is delicious. Really? So if they if they say it's good, I know it's good. It's not just like I'm trying to, you know, I convince myself it's not all tofu. Trust me. It's Man. not.
1: <laughs> OK. Now, since you brought it up, where do you sit mm-hmm. on tofu? Are you a firm? Are you a, a not firm? <laughs>
0: I'm like medium on it. It's like muscle manos. Like I could, I could give or take on that. You know, it's it really to me. It's not that's not the main course. It's just you know I could throw it in here or there. But I rarely actually cook with tofu. Really? That's know what I I had one time.
1: I was at a bar here in Minneapolis, and they had uh, a deep fried tofu like buffalo style. Ridiculously good.
0: Yeah, it's. I'm telling you, just like a good steak. If it's not seasoned right and it's not cooked right, it's Easy. not going to taste right. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's true. That's true.
1: It's, I actually have a 20-year-old son tofu who makes it. Tofu has better no taste. You give
0: it taste. What's that? So it to- tofu doesn't have a taste. It's just bean curd. That's it. Yeah. If you take it out of the package, it doesn't taste like anything. So you have to season it. You have to marinate it. You have to cook it correctly, just like anything anything else, just wow. like a good piece of steak. It's going to taste good if you make it good.
1: That is I mean, more power to you. I'm going to have to try it sometime. I I was kind of amazed by the the Buffalo tofu that I had, but it was deep. You know, you could deep fry anything and I'll eat you
0: can Exactly. You deep fry, you can deep fry your sofa. You could gnaw on that for oh, hours. You know, you know what I, I mean?
1: I snuck across the border on Friday to get uh, to the Milwaukee Burger Company, and they do a deep fried portobello mushroom. Oh. I think I ton. would walk over glass to get that. Done. But the rest of it. No more. I'm not eating that shit no more. I felt bad all weekend for eating that crap.
0: Yeah. I mean, anything deep fried, you know, you got to Moderation. And just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's healthy. That's what I want people to know, too. Just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's healthy. Some of the worst things on the earth, potato chips, Coca-Cola, like Mexican Coke from Mexico, you know, that like glass bottle. That's vegan. You know, there's actually vegan stuff everywhere. Fast food and everything. It doesn't mean it's good for you. So That's chemicals are vegan. They're just not good for you. So good if you want to be healthy, you gotta be healthy. If you want to go vegan or like gluten-free, you know. It I tried that. Chemicals are gluten-free too. They don't throw gluten into chemicals. So.
1: <laughs> so how how did you how did all this start? You're a native Chicagian or what?
0: Yes, Chicagian. I love that. Nobody says that. I what do love you it. Say? You're starting this, Darren. Chicagian. I love it. Um, yes, born and raised. Um, in Chicago. I was living in California for four years, and I came back um to Chicago. I missed it so much.
1: Are you cubs um, or socks?
0: I'm socks. oh, all mm-hmm. the way. go socks. Oh, what's it yes. what's
1: the differentiating line for that like how who's who's cubs and who's like how is
0: this it is north a, side south. south side? Mm, we're talking about this during football season. okay, um, how do I put this lightly and not? <laughs> it's it's a very touchy subject Ooh, it it's really? kind of like uh it's kind of like you know boston red, you know red sox yankees you know it's a big rivalry yeah yeah so people don't understand so i lived in san diego for four years and they have the padres nobody everybody goes opening day and then they really forget that they have like right. baseball teams or teams in general r.i.p clippers and chargers um so it's it's really interesting to like go to that kind of city but be in a town like chicago where i mean our crosstown is everything it is everything so it really technically it's split up by north side south side okay but um i don't know to a lot of people i guess it just um it it really it, it is a lot of where you grew up but it is a lot of where maybe your family grew up as well too like my father grew up on the south side that moved to the north side He was a Sox fan. So I was a Sox fan. My brother was a Cubs fan. My mom was a Yankees fan. And then my oldest brother just wanted to wear cool hats. So he was a Sox fan. So, I mean, it really just depends.
1: Cause there is quite a little strife between the two. Like it's not.
0: A little, I wouldn't say a little, but you don't play,
1: do you play each other every year?
0: Yeah. Crosstown is every year. So we usually do a three, three, um, three day homestand at each park. Wow. So it starts usually Wrigley and ends at uh, at Comiskey. Wow. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I see. So it's I, I, I it's never usually that. for bragging rights. This past season, it actually counted. So it was a big deal.
1: Why did it count?
0: Well, we only had 60 games this past oh. season. It was a shortened season. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So that well, actually my, counted.
1: My twins took a dive. They were supposed, this I know. supposed to be our year
0: we are in uh we're we're in the same division my friend and unfortunately i feel like your twins are going to have a even worse year because our my socks are going to take it this wow this, this coming season. 2021 baby look Go at Sox. you
1: uh, hey oh, more power to we've been making mind.
0: moves we have been making moves so well
1: they should because they've been uh dormant for a little
0: while yeah like a long while <laughs> like way too long when was while. the last time they won <laughs> 15 years <laughs> oh wow. gosh that's still better than oh, us. It's been so long. I think we're so, coming up not on as long as the other drought, but we won't talk about that. I was in California, so it never happened. So oh, to me, there you the other team never, it never happened. I was in California and nobody, nobody Doesn't cares about
1: that. That makes sense. How happy are you to be out of California? when did you get out of there?
0: Um, I got, I came back two years ago, okay. uh, just in time for the, so we had a polar vortex when I left and then a polar vortex when I came back so i have really good timing on that wow i I had to readjust i came back in october of 2000 what was it 18 and we had 50 below zero temps like a month or two later and i was used to how do you you come back to that five degrees every day oh my gosh i can't i can't even imagine my
1: daughter goes to san diego state and she's home right now but i'm like you know well i couldn't do california but like Arizona you know like
0: just warm all the time I don't know I doesn't the winter just kill you I mean Arizona Arizona is nice but desert is weird though it goes from really hot and then once the sun goes down it's really it's absolutely freezing yeah so that I think that um the the two you know are so extreme I feel like that that really it didn't it didn't settle with me because I'm used to I'm used to gradual you know temps and the thing is, it's weird. It's like, well, I, I'm saying that from Chicago, and it's <laughs> we've had we've had like freezing temps during the day. There was one day where it flash flooded. It went from freezing temperatures down to about I, I think it went or up to I should say like 72 in the afternoon. So wow. it was like a 50 degree difference wow. in the matter of a couple of hours. And every all the ice was like flash flooding everywhere. People are like trying to get like to the bus and the train, like walking in the sidewalk and everyone's slipping. This one guy had like glacier, you know, those like ice shoes, like you were like climbing Mount Everest This one guy's walking (laughs) down the street. Like, yeah, I'm glad these came in handy and everybody hated him.
1: The one time I get to use them. The
0: one time, like you're not going to use those, but that one day it came in handy. Um, But that's what happens. It's like, we have that once in a while. And so I feel like we can adjust to it. It's like really windy or there's a weird tornado, thunderstorm and, You know, we get thunderstorm or something during a blizzard, but it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, Whereas every day in Arizona or in the desert. It just goes from hot and then it's cold. I got to a point, too, when I was in Arizona freezing, you know, that's so weird
1: that there are no clouds in this. You know, in Arizona, there's no clouds Mm -hmm. in the sky and it's just like kicking your ass Mm -hmm. kind of sun. And it's like I could use a little bit of cover, but I'm I'm Mm -hmm. I'm looking. I've got uh, a 14 year old who's a freshman in high school. And when he leaves for college, I'm not spending another winter here. No way. I can't do it. But I don't know where I want to go, though. There's no perfect spot. I I
0: mean, there really isn't. That is probably the most perfect weather in the entire country, technically. It used to be 75 all the time before, you know, this whole – climate change thing happened yeah yeah. um because it definitely did and everything's (laughs) on fire in california so you can't even california isn't even safe anymore that used to be like the one place where you know people would go to retire they're like oh okay we're we're older and we have our savings and we're gonna go west and we're gonna just settle and now you can't even go there because your house is gonna be on fire right so and i i remember the first week the actually the first like a couple days, I went into San Diego. It was like a hundred and <laughs> like 105 or something. People were driving on the expressway and their tires, like the rubber was melting. Come on, because it was so hot. I'm not even joking. They had to pull off. Everybody was pulling off because their tires were just melting on the expressway. It's so hot. And so I, I was sitting there, like, Are you guys sure you have perfect weather here? I mean that was a joke in uh, Anchorman all the time. Steve Carell's character. That's why he was like, mm, he wasn't the smartest guy because it. You don't need to be smart to be a a, a meteorologist right. in San it's the Diego. Same thing every day. But now, it that's changed. So. Wow. You know,
1: I, I, uh, I've been out there a couple times, and I, uh, you know, there's a whole thing there, but I mm-hmm. like the East Coast too. It's just I don't think the East Coast gets warm enough.
0: But there, the thing is, there that the Atlantic is a warm. Ocean, whereas yeah. the Pacific is cold. I didn't know that. Also, I'm I'm from Chicago. I don't go in the lake. Why did you go out there? Oh my god! I barely. I don't even put my feet in the lake. In oh god, Lake Michigan is gross. I'm sorry. You have to go to actual Michigan for a lake. You don't go to Lake Michigan in wow. Chicago to like swim. I always think it's weird. Isn't it the same lake? You don't swim in Lake Michigan. No, it's it's not this no, it's not the same lake. There's like cement shoes, wink wink. You know what I mean? There's like oh. airplanes. There was an oil spill, you know, really? in, in Indiana like a couple of years ago. Yeah, you don't you don't swim in Lake Michigan, trust me. You do not do that unless you're up in actual Michigan. Um what so do I don't like know. I mean I would in freshwater because you know you're you're what do you have? You have uh we
1: have all the lakes. We have, have all the lakes.
0: So well, you you know what lakes lake living is like. I call it the Mid Coast. Because oh. it's the closest thing we have to an ocean. It really does look like an ocean. Yeah, I mean, if you're on Lakeshore Drive or LSD, we call it, if you're on LSD, which is the only time that's Did appropriate that? in any form. Um, the, I can say that. Um, but when you're driving, it looks like an ocean. It really it looks like a beachfront. It looks like a beach. Front, it looks like a beach um, but it's very, very different. And really? so when I was in, uh, in California, I didn't realize. I was like, oh, it's warm. But you have the cold front coming in and so the pacific is freezing so you put your feet in it takes months for it to warm up i had no clue but the atlantic that's warm because you get the the front from the south and it warms everything thanks titanic for clearing that up very meteor (laughs) meteorologically
1: speaking today i like that
0: yeah i'm 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 educating the masses is what uh, i'm doing yes don't just jump in the pacific ocean that's why you need a body suit well
1: or just go to the other side
0: or yeah, just go honestly, New York smells, but the <sighs> the water is warm. So Yeah, I don't know. You know. I don't
1: know that I would do that. No way. <laughs> no. I actually I've so been up to Nobody our, should
0: be in the Hudson ever.
1: We so. have the uh Lake Superior, our great lake. And I went up yeah. there one time and there's uh, like a boardwalk and whatever hotels and mm-hmm. the waves were crashing damn near into the hotels. Mm-hmm. Like it gets ugly on that thing and and the weather ugh, i don't know cold wet yuck like today outside it looks like it's gonna rain and it's freaking what is it the 20th uh 21st 22nd
0: have you guys gotten any have you guys gotten any snow yet none none, none. right yeah we haven't really either which is really odd which just i mean weird. last year we had it was pretty much the same thing where we had we had one major snowstorm on halloween and then Nothing. Well, and
1: don't you so think this, if, it, if it's going to get cold uh, like this, that should actually I mean, have snow? I mean, if we're going to have cold, let's have snow. Otherwise, you know,
0: I don't like I would rather I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of snow, but you're right. I'd rather have snow than freezing rain because freezing rain is terrible. That is that is You live worse right in Chicago, so. like downtown. I'm I um I'm I'm North Side, so I'm I'm about maybe 15 oh. minutes so from sub, downtown.
1: Suburb? You have to drive? No,
0: I'm no I'm in no I'm in the city. Oh, you are. It's just the you're talking downtown. The loop oh. is no one no one lives in the loop really. <laughs> like that's unless true. you're like super corporate, nobody that's doing podcasts lives street. in the loop. Let me tell you that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no one no one is podcasting from the loop um unless you're literally on a radio station yeah uh that's that's pretty much it but everybody no i'm i'm in one of the i'm in avondale which is around the the loop it's one of the you know northwest neighborhoods
1: and and you found like you're a working actress and you found that there's a (laughs) lot of stuff in chicago to keep you busy oh yeah
0: oh yeah like you were saying chicago chicago is booming now Absolutely, it's this is this this has changed so much, and that's a great question because Chicago was only once in a while. It was you know Blues Brothers or you know Home Alone. You know, it was John Hughes for a while, and it was just once in a while. You know, you had one big. It was always or Ferris Bueller. Like everybody knows, like certain films are in Chicago. Right. You know, Batman. Um, you know, Christopher Nolan's Batman like Dark Knight series, um, and so. People just kind of knew us for anytime anything was shot in Chicago, you knew it was Chicago. And now Cine, uh, CineSpace has opened, so it's that is our Chicago Hollywood. It's oh. our Chicago Wood, basically. Um, and so CineSpace has now just become this epicenter of television and film. And it is not only just thriving; it is growing exponentially. Really, and I've been I've been lucky enough to be working with you know every major, pretty much every major show that's uh, come in um, and been working in Chicago. Obviously, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Med. Dick Wolf has been amazing to us. He is such a phenomenal guy, and um, we have we have the Chicago one that we've been. We're working with and crossing over uh, for many years now, which I'm so, like I said, really grateful to be working with um, and on. That's so I've so been cool. I've been standing on standing in on those shows. Empire, there's a new show called Next. That's uh, actually it's premiered on Fox now. It's you know, it's airing. So it's I've, I've been Next? really grateful and working on films as well, too. So, yeah, it's just it, it is not the same Chicago. It is a different kind of Chicago now.
1: That, Cause people don't expect that. People don't think of Chicago being a hot, you know, it's, it's funny. Cause I talked to uh, a lot of people with the podcast and the other mm-hmm. hotbed is Atlanta. I yeah. Had, oh no yeah. Idea. Atlanta's like crazy. Like these people are, well, I thought I'd try it and I got into it and, you know, not making it mm-hmm. seem like it's that easy, but it's that easy. Um, but you've been yeah. doing it. When did you start when, like, are you a commercial kid or what?
0: Like starts. Are, yeah. I were, mean, were you, ugh, were you really? I, it's, it's kind of weird i I don't think of myself as that that kind of kid because i I didn't go like into the industry full force when I was a kid but yeah i uh I technically my first first ever um I did extra work for rookie of the year when I was like about six. Oh
1: really? Um,
0: yeah. So that was my first kind of taste <laughs> of the industry. And I had a blast, you know, and that's not, my brother hated it. <laughs> like my brother, my mother and I, I think my mother knew and I kind of had, you know, I kind of maybe could have, you know, like that, you know, acting kind of film process. And she was absolutely, Right. Like I loved it. I had a blast filming for that because we had to do like little crowd see It was, you know, it was just a couple of us. It was probably about 10, 10 to 12 people, and we were just, yay! Oh, boo. You know, like <laughs> pitchers got a big but like that kind of stuff. And um, it was great. And then they just CGI'd all because you can't you can't pay twenty thousand people right. to be in a stadium. Even right. in the 90s, they were like, that's not possible. So, um, but we got to meet the whole cast, and you know they signed. I still have a pennant from um, they signed it for me because we played the the Casey Royals. That was the the day that we were there, and so they gave us pennants. Nice for Casey, and then they signed it and everything. They were really they were really gracious, Um, and just it was it was a great day. And so um, from then I had my my first major motion picture audition, I was like eight or nine, I think for the babysitters club in the nineties. Yeah. And so that was, I mean, that's, that's, that's going far back. Um, and then I just, you know, I was doing ballet, I was doing dance. I was, you know, I was doing, you know, as much theater and plays as I could and started doing sketch comedy in high school and, you know, did it. And I, I studied, uh, again, I studied theater in college and then I just really got back into it. Um, been like maybe the last 10 years, like full force, like really like going into commercial work and television and film and web uh, series and hosting and, you know, pretty much whatever anyone will, you know, work with me with and what I've been grateful to do. Um, It's just fun. I've just had a blast doing it. I'm so, I'm so happy to be able to be a part of what I'm doing and, um, it's just, it's great to, you know, have people laugh and have a great time, especially like right now, like this is, yeah. this is why you go into why, like what you're doing. Yeah. I feel like as a creative, every musician, every painter, every writer, every actor, like every comedian, like all of us, I feel like I've, everybody I've been listening to cause I've been reading a lot. I've been, you know, listening to podcasts that I've been, you know, I've, I've been part of like virtual, um, even like, um, art events, like gallery events, I just I've been listening to all these creatives talk about how awesome and just beautiful it is to be a part of such a difficult time because this is the time that we get to help. We get to, you know, it's difficult for us too, but we get to help people feel better and feel good about and remember why that they love these songs and these people and these times. And, you know, it it is such a it's such a weird. Wonderful time to be a creative. And That's very so true. I'm, I, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just being a part of it. I, so
1: I, I, I think, I think you're, just, you're exactly right. And, it, you know, it's not ending anytime soon. So, uh, no. we will, uh, definitely have to figure out how we're going to move into the new 2021 because it's not just going to go away. But did your, did your, did your parents, were your parents into acting? How did it, how did,
0: No, I mean, I had, um, I had a little bit of create my, well, my mother was, my mother was a photographer. She was amazing photographer. Oh my gosh. She was so, she, she was, she would never have talked about it, but she won awards and really she was, yeah, she was, she was brilliant at photography and she was in bands in the seventies. So she played, she played guitar and she sang in like folk bands in seventies. So I had that, um, in my family, my, and her brother was an artist. Um, so I feel like that part of the family. And then my oldest brother is, a he's, he's a professional DJ. He's been DJing forever. DJ Obi-Wan. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So shout is that out a to, name I should know? Shout out to my big bro. Um, I mean, if you don't know now, you know, um, yeah, wow. he's been DJing forever, but yeah. So I, I feel like we have, we definitely have, um, creatives in the family
1: you know i but uh, i i think if you're a dj and you have dj obi-wan as your name
0: you have and his to- name is ben his name is ben so it's obi-wan be- not obi-wan so it's a play on words oh no i got so that we're 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 a nerdy family I just want to clear that up
1: <laughs> the, the fact that that was available for him you know what i mean so he must have been around a long time right
0: oh yeah oh yeah for sure so huh. he started this he started. I mean, he was. He's been DJing since he was like eighteen. I won't tell. I mean, I hope that doesn't care. I mean, he's in his forties now. Sure. So I mean, he's been doing it for a while. He's yeah. Been doing wow. it for a long time. So when he started doing it, that was available. Nobody really cared. I mean, he was giving out. I remember. I, I think I still have one of them, like mixtapes. tapes. His, you know, now it used to be <laughs> it went from like cassette tapes to CDs to now you just download it or you don't pay for it at all and you just go on YouTube or something. Yeah. But he had he had like green and blue and purple like those clear ones but colored it was like so it was like the coolest thing i would ever seen i would show my (laughs) friends and be like this is my brother's like dj tape like whatever you can listen to it or not like whatever like i was so i was i thought it was the coolest thing oh yeah Uh, but that was the thing back in the 90s it was like
1: i don't even think my kids know what a cassette is
0: i hope eventually you will show them you will get a pencil or a pen and show them a cassette tape want to tighten the, the thing how, back
1: up when it goes loose this is
0: how this is how we fix things original yes
1: <laughs> no I uh you know that was like me with the record I never owned a, I don't think I ever owned a record player I didn't, I, really no never did oh, I, man. I, I think my parents had one but I did not I, I don't know I went right to cassettes dump right in there and then boom off and running but I, I uh, yeah, cassette was kind of like the. You know, they're starting to bring back records. I mean, records are back.
0: Start, they're started. They've yeah. been back. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm showing sure my you. age. They'd been back. <laughs> um, they, I, I personally, when I was in high school, I, I would go to. Um, there was a a shop called Beyond the Limit. I don't know if it's still there. It, you, it's by the Hip, which is um, Harlem and Irving Plaza, but it's called the Hip. Um, and Rolling Stones, you probably, I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's like really like a really famous music store and it's like, right. It's like two doors down from it. And beyond the limit, I used to go there when I was a kid or Rolling Stones and I would get, um, like 45s. I would have like $2, you know, I'd have no money. I was broke, you know, I was like a little punk kid and. Uh, high school and i would just get punk 45s and i'd be like all right i have two dollars i go through the clearance bin and i'd be like all right these are it and i would just sit in my living room and like spread them out and just play records really and just listen to them
1: did you did i you love still have i them? love
0: the sound of vinyl it sounds it does sound different
1: yeah for, for sure do you still have
0: yeah. those mm, maybe somewhere <laughs> i hope I, so. uh... I hope so, but they're like—I mean, it's not really collectors' items. I feel like maybe they are now. Who knows? Probably but not uh, if you used it, them. it was just—you know—it was to me. Music is always—it music is a huge part of my life. Um, I've also—you know—I've also managed bands and stuff, um, and I—I love music so much. Half my friends are musicians. I—I it's—it's I—I volunteer for a radio station here called Chirp, um, ChirpRadio.org. If anybody wants, to check it out. Chirp all over the radio world, Um chirp.org, chirp, chirp, chirp. It's the uh, it's amazing. You want to hear Chicago music and all over the world from all over the world, just great music, listen to chirp. I'm telling is it, you, is it is it no commercials, internet? all independent. It's nice. an amazing, amazing independent radio station, if not the best.
1: Is it uh so internet a or it. is it a real radio station?
0: No, it's a real radio. Nice. We have a low frequency. I say we because it's all volunteer-based, hundred percent volunteer based. 100% volunteer based. volunteer base volunteer run it's completely independent wow so yeah that you can't really say that about um, anything about a lot of a lot of anything (laughs) nowadays It, it is not only it's it's thriving and um yeah so it just it it is focused on just um forwarding local music from chicago and everywhere else and all kinds of music So yeah, that's cool. If you want to listen to some good music, any and if you don't like what you hear, wait five minutes; it will change. There's, like I said, no commercials, no corporate. Is there no sponsorships? No rules or nothing? It that's it. It's just different DJs. You have a DJ for a couple hours, and they'll play different types of music, anywhere from R and B to classical to a little bit of punk or pop or Motown or. You need to pick whatever you want. Countries, you know
1: it's it's up to you the dj to pick it all out
0: yeah pretty yeah all the djs cool
1: so do you follow a lot of local new young bands
0: oh absolutely oh my gosh yeah
1: i uh god i'm old yeah just a fossil
0: no you're not no you're not this is me educating you about what's cool yeah yeah so you're not you're
1: cool by association. My, my, day, my days <laughs> of worrying about cool are long, but past,
0: but you can get it at one oh so we have it in Chicago. You're not going to be able to stream it. We have a low frequency. So it's 107.1 here, mm-hmm. but you're, you can stream it online. Uh, chirp.org anywhere. So That's you can cool. go online right now. There's an app there. You can go online and, and then I
1: can down. be cool too. I like you it.
0: can be the cool and Darren, you can actually type in, you can be like, I want this song. You can request a song. And, really, you know, if it's cool enough, they'll play it
1: or you'll have to let so. me know the next time you're in. We'll uh, we'll uh, I'll have to check it out. That's cool. I um, yeah. I've I've, I've uh, longed to be on the radio. It's in the works. I'm working on it because I'm uh, yeah. I've, I've definitely got the face for radio. That is for sure.
0: That's what my, co- you know what? My co-host always says that, you know, yeah. I, Dave always says like, I got a face for radio. yeah Honestly, I love, I, you have a great voice for radio. You really do. I well, feel like I'm that's the, <laughs> the first and foremost. Have you, have you heard people sometimes that want to do, it's like when you, when you see somebody act and they're like, to be or not to be oh. and you're like well maybe you need a little bit of work you know and yeah you hear somebody who's like really like squeaky or you know somebody really wants to be on radio but the thing about it is that's what i love about about creatives because anybody can do it but you already are that you're that much ahead you yeah, already sound got, like you, uh, should, you should be on radio Well,
1: and i get a lot of uh you know i've been doing a little podcast tour promoting my show here and I've mm-hmm. run into a lot of different shows with a lot of different quality of voice and a lot of unrefined, you might say, but I also mm-hmm. do a uh, voiceover <clears throat> for, you know, commercial, whatever. And th- th- when I go out, like when I uh, run, like I ran a, 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 audition, what do you call that? A casting call to uh mm-hmm. that's how I met you. And, uh, and to go through and listen to what's out there, what people are putting out as demos and for reels. And, and, mm. and it's like, Oh, what, what, what is it? really, and if they're getting work, anybody can get work, you know? And I don't know if they mm. are or not, but it's just really, you know, like days when I'm pissed. Cause I haven't booked a job in a while and I'll go mm. on there and just listen to some other ones. And I'll be like, it's just time it'll happen. Cause it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there who are recording in their car, recording in their Whatever, yes. and it's like, oh, yes, man. yes, yes, and that's part of the p- this is pandemic I for- too. I
0: forget that too. You know, it's just getting get that self tape in. If there's anybody listening that is a creative, that that is the the best um, advice that I've actually gotten from casting directors is just get the self tape or or just get that audition in yeah and it's always we're always like oh no i need the perfect lighting i need the perfect setup my hair doesn't look right my face doesn't look good. the sound doesn't this is this is not background but whatever we're just constantly second guessing ourselves because we're used to rejection so we're like (laughs) why don't they want me instead of why should they want me that's that's we have to reverse those you know habitual thought processes processes that we we always think about, which is really difficult to do because you're so used to okay I'm used to this is not good enough or that's not right or this is not and it it really is about well, letting that yourself shine. Becomes, who, give, who gives? Who right. gives? You know. But well, yes, it almost becomes
1: counter. What's that?
0: No, I was I I I've, I've talked to numerous people who actually got they're they had an audition in their car granted when you're in la half half to most of the time you're driving in your car you're commuting (laughs) so they had to do auditions in their car while they're sitting in traffic and they they were the one they got you know they got parts when they were just auditioning in their car yeah the acoustics are great don't don't ever second guess your car well there you go If if you're worried about there's you know you have roommates you have kids whatever go to your car and do an audition. I'm telling you. You,
1: you heard you're it gonna, here on the DK project from a true professional in the car.
0: If you're worried, go to the car. Well, if you don't have a setup at home, go to the car.
1: If you I'm don't, if you don't audition, you're 100 not going to get it. So exactly. At least if you turn something in, you're exactly. going to get something. You know, there's a chance. What you're exactly. saying is there's
0: a chance. So that's I that's think- the Wayne Gretzky of acting. Don't <laughs> just do it. Okay, well, they, just do it.
1: Go they, to your car. Make those shots. They uh they did. Uh, speaking of Gretzky, it was uh, his daughter's birthday this weekend.
0: Hmm.
1: Didn't get an invite, but nice. whatever. Um. Wow. <laughs> I Way did to uh, not invite us both, Gretzky. There's a lot of people, and and I learned this very early uh, that the the acting piece that everybody wants to do, like you're saying, mm-hmm. to be or not to, the acting is very difficult to do. It's not. Mm -hmm. and i mean for for me i mean people obviously there's people that are natural you know tiger woods a natural good at golf you know i mean everybody has their sweet spot but that the acting portion is actually really not as easy as people make it out to be and that's why during this stupid pandemic everybody and their Mm -hmm. brother is is now all of a sudden a recording artist or a podcaster or a you know or a voiceover person because you can you know, you could buy a microphone for 50 bucks at, at Best Buy and boom, you're in the game. Yep. <clears throat> but whether you're shelling money out or bringing money in is a different story.
0: That's true. And unfortunately, I feel like that is more so the, um, the, uh, the part of our world that really gauges what we do. So yeah, know, we, We unfortunately have a responsibility financially as well as creatively. And so now you could be non-talented, but if you bring in a lot of viewers and you make a lot of money, people are going to choose you over someone who might be more talented. And it might take that person longer to get to the place where they're at, unfortunately. And a lot of creatives, that's the thing is there could be people that are now there, they don't know how to market themselves or brand themselves as you, if you will. Um, And that's the most unfortunate thing because there, it takes, it takes time. It takes effort. It takes, you know, knowledge. There was, you know, I feel like nowadays when you look at, you know, musicians or actors Back in, you know, say the the 60s or, you know, the 70s, 60s, 50s, 40s, none of them would have been founded if, you know, it wasn't for a certain type of industry that they had back then. They wouldn't have been. Jim Morrison, do you think he would have been on social media? Are you (laughs) kidding me? That guy hated that. He hated it. He would never (laughs) have been anywhere close to some kind of Twitter or Instagram. He was anti-establishment. You wow. know what I mean? It's, so he was, he wanted to be kind of in the limelight, but not really. And he hated how it was you know, a completely how different time. Him. I feel like it was a different time. Yeah. People, you know, I I talk about this with certain creatives because this is a different time that we're living yeah. in. I grew up, I still I'm I'm like a partial millennial. Um, I I don't want to give away how old I a am. I'm partial um i'm totally 23 in my brain but uh yeah. no i've looked 23 um but i'm in my 30s so i grew up i was born in the 80s yeah so i grew up we had one phone in the kitchen we didn't have cable we had basic channels you know yeah. we went outside and played like i what we came in when the lights came on like the street lights came on we didn't have cell phones i right. didn't have a cell phone until i was maybe 18 wow i didn't have yeah I mean, that's the thing is, but that's your reaction. You're like, wow. Oh my God. There's infants with iPhones.
1: But that phone was just a call. That wasn't all the other. They
0: are tweeting and zooming at like two years old. I'm like, what, what are you doing parents? It's it's weird to me. It's weird. I'm sorry, but it's weird. uh, It's like, I'm not trying to sound old. I'm just trying to like understand why it's 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 an easy like three years old at, like piece of technology that it is very dangerous to be a part of. Now I'm looking at, you know, infants in strollers and they're looking at a phone instead of looking around.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. And so
0: don't get me wrong. I love technology. I love what, you know, we're capable of and the tools that you can utilize. But I mean, (laughs) this kid's not even looking at trees and birds and stuff. He's like looking at, you know, whatever. That's so true. They
1: don't, they don't, have any idea? And they're not
0: going to understand. Like this is a part of like developmental, you know, like parts of the brain. Well, I think so. A lot of it, that 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 part kind of worries me. So as an actor, I feel like I have a responsibility to make sure the content also that I create is relevant and positive, and focus on making sure people remember their feelings and not just escapism right that's why i don't like social media as much because i don't like you know monkey see monkey do i'm bored i'm gonna watch you you're bored you watch me yeah and that's really what you know instagram and so and they're and it's all a business anyway so you know i love and granted i love podcasting and i love you know radio right so i would never you know be against this but it's just it's a different it's a different life that we're living right
1: now (laughs) well and i think that the the parents have just become so accustomed to you know well the kid will sit there and look at the ipad for an hour then i don't have to deal with the kid Mm because they're screaming and whatever well yep and then i you know i think that the the what they're doing there is different you know i i every time my my 14 year old comes around and talks about you know all this youtuber i watch is making all this i just makes my skin crawl. Cause these mm-hmm. people, It's just, it's crazy, but the podcast world is really an opportunity for people to be creative, but it's kind of the, you know, it's the cassette to CD to whatever they are now. It's, it's, you know, mm-hmm. radio to podcasting, like radio is going to go away. Like it's, it's the same thing with TV where people can record everything mm-hmm. now and watch it when they want to watch it, which is essentially what podcasting is is you can just listen when you want to listen to what you want to listen to. The problem as we find it as a podcaster is that they're not going to spin down the dial and find you. You have to make yourself get found for lack exactly. of a better term. Mm-hmm. And, and that, and that's where the difficulty comes in because there's just no, you know, and that's where you have to utilize Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of crap. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, speak Twitch. I don't know any of that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> but my kid's fluent in it. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I just, it's, it's such an interesting time. From from where we were when I grew up, you know, it was you didn't even have a cassette thing in your car. You know, my parents had a car, not my car. My first one had one. But
0: uh, oh yeah, oh no, the knobs, the dials, you remember that? Oh yeah. (laughs) And then when when you got the push buttons, and they would they would go to certain like like stations that you free. Yeah, that was a big deal, and we had ashtrays everywhere in our station wagon. I just bought the suicide seat in the back.
1: Oh, Oh my God. That was great. Oh, in the back of the station wagon? Hell, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: We had a shagging wagon. We had the suicide seat. You remember those in the back? That that Um, was technically the third row. And then ashtrays, the metal ashtrays everywhere. I just bought a car. People don't even know. Who's smoking? You know what I want to see? I wanted to see, you know, like, I wish that we had one photo of, like, me with, like, a cigarette when I was, like, eight, you know, like, in the back. It was okay then. That would have been hilarious because nowadays um, you wouldn't have been able to do that. And again, like, I love that we're evolving. I love that, you know, obviously, you know, things change and then we're like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't be smoking in a hospital. Like that makes around a pregnant woman. Like that makes sense. You know, evolve the species, but it is funny to look back and say like, Oh, this is, this is what we grew up with. And I, I, I agree. You know, it's, it's really different to speak to the younger generation and how they view uh technology because it's not the same. You know, for me, I don't I don't pick up my phone a lot. I don't, I literally don't pick up my phone. I say literally in the actual word, I do not pick up my phone and look at it every five seconds. Uh,
1: That I put it down.
0: If I'm like right now, I haven't picked up my phone for 45, 46 minutes.
1: You are shaking a little bit a little like that like the you're cut you're coming down you're withdrawing i um i just bought a car in june (laughs) with that that has an ashtray yeah it's normal it has an ashtray, and i'm like
0: that's kind of weird and it is it's a it's i mean it is an ashtray i mean it is an addiction like phones are an addiction now we we're so used to scrolling and oh, you know, posting and getting those bad. likes it's a it's a for, if you get dopamine you know you have like 50 likes people liked it you get a rush of dopamine you get, it's a, it's a high you know so know. people they don't always understand where uh, well you're you maybe you don't drink you don't smoke you don't do anything but you're on social media half your day it's that's an addiction crack. that's also an addiction you know yeah, so for it's sure. It's the difference between, you know, creating and consuming. I feel like there's a difference.
1: And I I wonder how long it'll be before there's a a 12 step program for. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. How how have we not been talking about this? Don't tell anybody. You are on to something. Honestly, you should start. You should start the Darren 12 step program.
1: (laughs) All you get to do during the day is listen to my podcast. You can't look at anything else. Number
0: one, take your phone, throw it out the window. Second rule of no podcasting club: don't talk about no podcasting club. You know what I mean? No, no, we don't want it to be
1: the no podcasting club. We want it to be the no screen time club.
0: Yeah, no, uh, no social media club. These kids would go
1: berserk. It would be
0: terrible. You know what? And the thing is, they what happened to outside though the thing is i'm okay with technology but we had i mean we had nintendo we had that was our thing like we had nintendo growing up and so we played video games but we also went outside to play like yeah. what happened to going outside and playing is no. that not cool anymore no nope. or
1: is Definitely it, not cool. isn't it
0: weird is it like in minneapolis as well too like in chicago remember when you we were younger and you'd see kids playing like yeah. in playgrounds or in yards well just in yards
1: there's there's a lot know? more to that because of the internet now there's a way for these weirdos to connect weirdos. and now there's more weirdos yeah. out there so there is that but i think that uh the kids just don't you know and 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 to go full circle here back to your white socks mm-hmm. there's a real problem in uh youth today uh mm-hmm. you're losing your baseball teams like my, my son's uh, whatever team, the rec team, they couldn't barely put a 13-year-old team together this year because all these kids are on these screens and it's, and it's you know, 20,000 things going on at once. They can't stand on a baseball field and wait for a, a kid to hit a ball. So, yeah. so, so lacrosse is taken off like crazy because it's constantly moving. Soccer's That's constantly true. moving. That's
0: true. Yeah. Football, I mean, they're you know they're moving. It's, it's a four it's a four second sport, right? Basically. You're absolutely right. But
1: in baseball, they're standing there waiting and little Johnny can't pitch, but nobody's gonna say Johnny you know can't what? pitch.
0: But the funny thing is, but then Queen's Gambit is doing fantastic on netflix and oh. chess is the it's the longest sport is that ever. what that's about you know I, that's joe the thing rogan it's like posted about four that seconds or four hours you know it's like one or the other is
1: that what that's about <laughs> I, I haven't seen it I, joe rogan posted about oh, it's great it today
0: it's 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 great i highly suggest it i'm on it's, um, it's really good
1: i'm on animal kingdom right now i think i'm halfway
0: oh, eh.
1: kingdom it's okay it's what's her name mm. ellen barkin and bunch of surfer dudes that play your kid
0: oh right actually yes that was uh partially that was filmed shit. in san diego so yes well, i think i worked sense. on that show oh. wow that's really weird wow. actually yeah, that's how much i work is i don't even remember what shows i work Listen to on to and you that's yourself not on a bad on the thing that's not a brag it. that's not a brag that is that's a working actor that is just what did you do okay. in it I probably did some like background work or something. It's just, it's one of those, it's one of those things where, and the thing is, here's, here's what I also want to say too, is there's been a lot of, I've unfortunately been around some people that they claim that they're, you know, they're, they're working and they're into the industry, but but they've barely even worked. They've, you know, been acting, you know, maybe they've been auditioning really for like six months a year and they claim to be an actor it's the same thing. You don't claim to be a comedian and you're, you know, you're not doing sets. Um, I would never claim I'm a comedian. I do comedy, but I'm not a comedian. (laughs) Um, I would be grateful to be a comedian and it would be a terrible life, but I'd be happy to do it because I love comedy. But there's people that they claim that they're like above background work. If you're really a working actor, if there's work, you will be on set. I don't, I, I have, um, I have had uh, mentees and I call them, I actually called them dreamers. That was my, that was my um, word for them. Um, but I was mentoring my uh, dreamers, these younger. Um, uh, people to want, wanted to be in the industry and they were curious how to start and what to do, yeah. and, you know, and I wanted to navigate them so they wouldn't get screwed over by these casting companies or trying to charge them, That's you nice. know, for getting, you know, getting work and all this stuff. And so that's one of the major things is if you're not ready to be ev- at, in any part of the production process, you really don't love what you're doing. Right. It's just like, if you want to own a restaurant, you need to be able to wash the dishes, cook the food, make, you know, answer the phones, that's like do so every single part to understand what you're actually fulfilling.
1: That's so true. And I so
0: if totally I if agree. I need an owner of a restaurant and they can do everything, I want to be there every day because yeah. I know they care about it. I know they know every in and, ins and outs and all the facets of it. Same thing with, um, with anybody that I work with in the industry. If they respect, they don't need to like do every job, but if they respect all of the jobs, then I know that they care about what they're doing. Same thing goes for actors. You're not, that is not, that's not you. You're not the center of attention all the time. I'm sorry, but, you know, if you think that you're like, oh, where's my close up? And, you know, you're, you're barely doing work for auditions. You have a couple auditions for six months. Right. Uh, you, you don't deserve a close up yet. You got to put in your dues. You need yeah. to, you know, put well, some there's work There's a lot of people it. that
1: aren't willing to do and that. And it's
0: fun too. It's wonderful. I, and it sucks because some people don't want to see that. And I have been grateful enough to work on like every part of production. And like, I've been on sticks and I've done script supervising and producing and writing better at your craft. I'm I, it makes me exactly, it makes me better at what I do and it helps me understand everybody else's job. So I can come in and be the last little piece. You're the little piece that makes it all pretty, but everybody else is doing so much work around you that it really, like my crews, I love them so much. My crews, crews, crews are the best. I appreciate them so much. They do so much hard work. These, these people, men, women, they are amazing. All of them.
1: Well, and you know that because you've you've, so. you've walked in their shoes. You know that th- yeah. there's a lot to it. I uh,
0: absolutely.
1: I'm gonna have to start watching for you on my Animal Kingdom now, so that I can tell you <laughs> what probably. part you're in.
0: I'll show up there. <laughs> what other? What other? Uh, I'm. I didn't even know that was still on the air.
1: Well, no, like, it's like uh, Amazon priming it. Amazon.
0: Yeah, I was on. I did Utopia too. That's on Amazon Prime. I did Utopia? Um, what about that's a
1: billions i'm going to billions next
0: no no that's on i think they film in la most i mean most shows they either film in la or atlanta now thank you tyler perry
1: Mm. there we go hey i I had this whole list of things that you know you gotta have some backup material i got news i got funny christmas shit we didn't get to any of it we just took the cap off and started running i love it yeah that's perfect that's exactly what we need it uh, it uh, was very good because we got to know you a little bit, and now uh, and now the real work comes in when we uh, do a follow up show and uh, and make some podcast magic happen. We got to wrap this up. We we, we got to cut it. We got to I got to trim
0: it down. We went long. That's fine. Nah. trim it. Trim it like it the the podcast tree that you will. All right. It'll be <laughs> it'll be golden. But we uh, podcast we, uh, Christmas tree. Trim it down. We. <laughs>
1: There we got our holiday plug in there with the the Christmas tree.
0: I was going to fit it in sooner or later. I
1: like it. Well, we (laughs) want to thank Kristen Naomi Garcia for stopping in. And you're probably going to hear from her again on a future episode. So thanks for listening, podcast fans. Thanks, Kristen.
0: Thank you so much, Darren. I appreciate it so much. It was such a blast and I couldn't be... Couldn't be happier. So I will see you all hopefully again. Yes. Uh, Merry, Merry holidays and happy Christmas, I guess to yes. a 2021 that is a better, better year. So Bingo. Appreciate it.
1: thanks so much. That's it. That's the end.
0: That's a wrap.
1: Read the stick.
0: That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612- 504 or by email, the DK at gmail.com. And of course there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.